Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing the film from the 90s called While You Were Sleeping, starring Bill Pullman and Sandra Bullock. This is one of my favorite films of all time. It is one of the few American films I have kept with me through my entire life, both in DVD and VHS format. And I have literally watched this show probably 25 to 30 times since it came out when I was just a kid. I watched it then. I watched it through high school. I watched it as a young adult. This is really one of my family's favorite shows of all time. I think it's because it really shows in vivid technicolor, as it were, what it's like to kind of grow up in the Midwest and the kind of people that you meet. It is about a young woman who lives in Chicago and who, through a series of events, kind of gets this crush on this guy who constantly comes by at a certain time and leaves her a token before he goes on the subway every day. And then on Christmas Day, she ends up saving him by pulling him off of the rails when he falls after being having two guys try to jump him to get his wallet, etc. She then goes to the hospital, and her name is Lucy, and Lucy says, oh, I was going to marry him, just kind of talking to herself, because he was kind of her dream guy, whatever that is, <laughs> and the nurse hears her say that, and so then thinks that, oh, it's his fiance. So the nurse then tells his entire family, who is this absolutely awesome, crazy, rambunctious group of folks that consists of the dad, the mom, the younger sister, the other brother, the grandmother, and then this wonderful guy named Saul, who's their neighbor. And they really are a family that is totally dysfunctional, but is absolutely cool. And Lucy is then swept up in this great, awesome family. And she has been without family for a while because her father passed away, her mother died when she was a child, and she really didn't have the continuity of family. And she ends up going and spending a belated Christmas party with them, spending the night at their house, and then she meets the other brother. And the other brother is very skeptical of Lucy. He's like, um, my brother Peter was going to marry this woman named Ashley Bartlett Bacon. What's she doing? What's he doing with Lucy? And how did he meet Lucy? And Lucy really isn't Peter's type. I mean, Peter, the brother who's in the coma from being jumped on the tracks and then ending up on the train and being saved, etc. He's a lawyer. He lives in a penthouse. He's extremely self-absorbed. And he likes women who have plastic surgery and wear like size four suits. I mean, I'm not trying to be bad here. I'm just being completely honest. And so Peter's brother's going, Jack, is going, why is Lucy with him? Lucy's an awesome person. And why would she want to be with Peter, basically? Because Peter is not particularly awesome. And so he's like, is she who she says she is? Is she a fraud? What's the case here? And throughout the next week from like Christmas Day through New Year's, Jack continually tries to figure out what is going on and continually insults, berates, and treats Lucy kind of 
in it just not very nicely. And Lucy handles it pretty well, I think, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And then he even suggests that she's dating her landlord's son, who is Joe Jr. And when I think of Joe Jr., there was a saying when I was growing up in my home that was, Joe Jr.'s still single. It's a real shocker. And that saying comes from this movie because Joe Jr. really is one of those folks that you're going, yeah, yeah that, that's, yeah. You know, he's single for a reason. He's one of those. And it's like, yeah. And he told Jack that Lucy was dating him as well as his brother, apparently, from what he's gathering. He's like, She's a two-timer. She's a whatever. And, and Lucy's sitting there going, you know, Joe Jr. also says he invented aluminum foil, but that doesn't mean that Joe Jr. is correct or accurate. As the story progresses, Lucy decides that she actually likes Jack, and that really causes a bit of trouble as Peter comes out of the coma, decides to propose to Lucy because he thinks he already did once before. And Saul, basically the neighbor who is a friend, knows what's going on. And he's like, Peter, you have a chance to make your family, you know, fork. And you're not a very nice guy. You're rather a putz. And if you can get Lucy by cracky, do. And Saul was supposed to tell the entire family that Lucy was not Peter's fiance, and instead his plan is ask Peter to propose to Lucy because she really could help his tree fork in really good ways because he's so self-absorbed. And then we don't have to tell the whole family that Lucy wasn't the fiance in the first place because it will be irrelevant. And then as it progresses, Lucy ends up actually getting engaged to Peter and going to marry him at the hospital. During that marriage ceremony, Lucy decides that she cannot do that because she likes Jack. And she says she has to object to the wedding. And Jack also says he has to object to the wedding. And then Ashley Bartlett Bracon, Peter's other fiance, comes in and says that she objects to the wedding, followed by her husband, who objects to her objection. And needless to say, it's quite an interesting little fiasco, which involves the grandmother of Peter and Jack taking a bunch of pictures and instead of having a heart problem like Lucy thought she was, just enjoying herself in the mayhem. Lucy then goes back to work on the subway and kind of decides to, at that point, reframe her life and that she doesn't want to spend the rest of it working on the subway. So she decides to quit that job. And as she's getting ready to quit the job, she is working the token booth like one last time. And a diamond ring is dropped in the token booth by Jack, who is surrounded by his grandmother, his father, his mother, his other sis his uh, sister. And he decided to come and propose to Lucy with the entire family since she fell in love with the entire family. I really like this film because it's one of the few that shows family, even in their crazy, sometimes not the best of ways, selves trying to work together and show each other they love each other. This is one of the few films that I think does that really well. It's not that they don't have trouble. I mean, Jack wants to go work on create his own furniture, and instead he's working for his dad in the estate furniture business. And it takes him a while to get to the point where he's like, Dad, I don't want to do this with my life. It's not that I don't think it's worthy. It's just it's not for me. And I love that scene with his dad because his dad's sitting there one morning, um, Jack brings in some donuts and he says, you know, 
you have these moments, the dad's talking, he says, when you think everything's smooth, everything's calm, and for that moment, it is, before you know the cataclysm erupts. I'm sorry, I've got hiccups today. But, um, and Jack's going, Dad, that's not one of those moments. And he basically sits there and goes, I really don't want to run the furniture business, but I want to also not be the one who makes this go from Callahan and Sons, like my brother did, to Callahan and Son, and then have it just be Callahan, because that could be hard for you. But I really don't want to sell furniture from dead people. He's like, you know, I want to go make rocking chairs and tables and that kind of thing. And his dad looks at him and goes, why didn't you tell me this before? You know, I could have sold the business and taken your mom on a cruise with Kathy Lee Gifford. And he basically, instead of reacting the way the son thought he would, is like, I don't care what you want to do as long as you're happy. And I can run the business myself till, you know, I decide not to run it anymore. Or if your sister wants to join or whatever, then there you go. But I like how the family in this really does come around and help one another mainly in just being there for each other and again this is one of my favorite films since childhood every season of christmas time after thanksgiving basically i used to watch this about once to twice every year with bob simply because i love the lesson it quietly teaches about families who may not always get along the best still working things out and that's what I think is really cool about this movie. The other thing that is rather interesting is if you happen to be a fan of Glenn Miller music, the theme that is played throughout this, this movie is all Glenn Miller orchestra theme. And it also has music by Natalie Cole. And I believe it has two Glenn Miller songs in this movie. So anyway, just a little side note there, but it's While You Were Sleeping starring Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman. And again, I would give this movie a 10 out of 10 just because I, you know, grew up with it. And I really love how it's about community and family and the craziness that can be a part of that, but also the really wonderful, awesome parts. And that is what it's really about. And again, this might not be a show for the entire family in all parts because there are a couple of comments regarding Peter and some accidents that he had and also his girlfriend and some work she had done that you might not want for the kiddies. But by the time I'd say they're nine to ten-ish, you know, it'd probably be fine. And they've probably already heard it before as well. And number two, if they're younger than that, they're probably not going to get it anyway. And most people wouldn't even think about it a minute. But for me, I'm like, well, I don't really want to have to explain something to a six-year-old that, you know, by the time they're nine, they're already going to know anyway. I mean, no offense. It's just on there. And with that is my review of While You Were Sleeping. Check it at the round table. Bye.